1: What's up, everybody, and welcome to uh, Grinders Live, the NBA edition. These Grinders Lives are no longer in the evening time on your drive home. They are now for the foreseeable future uh, at lunchtime. This, this is great, man. We get to uh, we've had a uh, several days now where we get to kick back and make lineups nice and early for NBA. And then and then just watch games, island games individually. It's a lot of fun. It's it's more basketball. I usually don't watch this kind of basketball, except like we've said a bunch of times on Christmas, man, just sit back and watch game after game. That's the way it is. And I actually enjoy it. And there's going to be a lot of people who are going to cry about the injuries. On it, but yeah, this is fun stuff, man. I, I enjoy this. This is good stuff. So today, special treat for you guys on this Wednesday, hump day, I got my boy, Kirk Deese is going to be joining me. Kirk, now... I don't want to say, I don't want to put too much pressure on you here, but with a lot of people, they left RG, they went to, you know, different places. There's a lot of people out there saying, Kirk Deese, head chopper. That's the new dynamic duo at RG. What do you, what do you think about that?
2: I I mean, I I can't help but hear it. It's the the people are saying it. I'm getting messages on discord. We need Kirk and chop. We need more Kirk and chop. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run with it.
1: Yeah, we got some good basketball today. We're going to uh, get in it's six games. We're going to whip through this pretty easy for you in about 45 minutes or so. It's 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 not it's not tough. It's not tough. We got all the we all we got all the good plays. It's just a matter of if we can catch the right side of variance here. There's something I do want to address real quick though before we get cranked up here. Uh yeah, it, within the past few days, I made some comments on Twitter. Uh, I trusted a reliable source that told uh-huh. me maybe MLB, you know, I'm not, I have a source. I trust this source. And he told me there was a good chance MLB was on its last leg. Now we're on Wednesday. It hasn't come to fruition yet. I trust my source. I know he's good for it. I'm starting to wonder a little bit if he was full of shit on this one, but you know, Hey, this is, what What do you think about the MLB situation, Kurt?
2: Well, I, mean, I have a couple sources. I've heard a couple of things myself. Um, What I want to say about that is that this source, I presume is probably the same source we're speaking of. They called the uh, St. Louis Cardinals situation, right? They said there was a lot more uh, tests being held, you know, held out, you know, that they hadn't released yet. That were all positives. We saw that with Molina, um, so uh, I trust the source. I think it's just a fluid situation that there's a lot of changing minds. You know, there's a lot of different pressures from, you know, the money, that everything's re- you know, the players association and whatnot. But I think there's a pretty good chance that if things continue on, you know, that I, I know for a fact, they've been having a lot of talks about shutdown. So uh, Ooh, we'll see. Geez. We'll see. Like we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I mean, cause yeah. I trust this source too. I really Man. trust this okay.
1: source. All right. We're good. Then we're good. Then I feel, I feel good about it now. As for the uh, show today, this is a basketball show, so we're going to get into that. Uh, I do want to remind you guys: there's the sharp side streak that's out there, and you want to. We'll, we'll be revealing some picks later on, our picks for like the sharp side stuff. So uh, we got a couple of locks for you if you want. If you want a lock, it's called a lock. Basically, what you do is you go in there and make a. Pick. Let me, you know what. Let me read this email to you. I got this a little, a little. Devin sent me a little something. Let me read this for you. The goal is to re. Reward users with FanDuel credit for their longer streak. Okay, you know what? Let me do
0: <laughs> you got to learn how to read first. Is the problem? I know. I'm just. I'm just
1: joking, man. I'm just, The goal is to reward the users with FanDuel credit for the longer their streak becomes. All right. So users start getting paid when their streak gets above five lock bets in a row. All right. So any that's any bet that's minus one forty or less, and that includes that includes uh, props and all that good stuff. They'll get paid for every lock bet they get correct beyond 5, all right? So get up to 5 and then you start making money. Any streak already started or active is eligible for this, so you're good to go even if you had one of a two a two game streak 4 months ago, you're still good to go. So download the app, the SharpSide app, start your streak today. We'll get to some picks later, but basically that's the gist of it. Download it, make pit. It's free money, man, if you can win some bets in a row. So uh we're all good. All right. Now, are you ready to talk some basketball yet, man? Yeah, I have
2: a, I have a feeling my uh, my audio just messed
1: up. You know, you're back now. You were for a split second. You were gone. Now you're back. You're good. All right. Basketball, the key to basketball, as always – Always has been, always will be. is injuries, getting the news, and then figuring out what to do with the news. So let's walk through some injuries first and foremost, because that's what we uh, that's what we do here. I'm gonna pull up the Situation Room <clears throat> on my on my screen share right here. We have uh, this is the place where you go to find some of the news that's already out there, the impact rating of it, and what could happen when this when these guys sit if they sit. I'm going to start off with – I'm going to start off in – as far as games, the time of it. So, the first game on the board is a Memphis game. We got some big news yesterday that broke. Triple J, Jaron Jackson is out for the year now. He's not going to participate in the bubble anymore. That's a shame because that kid was coming into his own. He looked sharp, man. He looked good. Dean was right the whole time. I give credit where credit is due. Triple J is going to be a stud in this league, but now he has a meniscus tear, so – he's out so there's a the big widespread uh opinion is that Brandon Clark's going to step up and and take all the minutes and do all those things I'm looking at other guys too there's Dylan Brooks is on my radar Joe Val against Utah he already needs to play a role because Gobert is there you like your big against your big now he should get some extra time what do you think about Triple J being out who does that affect the most for you
2: well, what, is the, what, is the, what does it say right here in the uh, in the situation room? It's got to I mean, say Brandon, Brandon Clark, right?
1: Everybody says Brandon Clark. I'm just trying to figure out if anybody has any different uh, any different opinions out there.
2: I mean, there's not much there for different. I mean, you could maybe say – I mean, maybe you could – obviously, you could say J-Val, you know. Um, but Brandon Clark is the guy that's going to get more minutes. They were running a lot, you know, potentially – they were doing some Jaron Jackson – at the center position as well. Um, so it's just going to be the bigs that they have left really, but you know, it's going to put more usage um, for uh jaw who already has an insane amount of usage and uh, Brandon Clark's a moment to shine. We'll see what they do with his minutes, but uh, I mean, that's the play. I, I think they're, they're going to actually struggle, um, you know, a lot. And so uh, I think they're going to get blown out in this one, to be honest with you, but we'll see what happens.
1: Interesting. Uh, yeah, they're they're fighting for the playoff life. It would behoove them to, to try to win some games here. So uh, next team I want to talk about with injuries is Denver. Uh, we we know we have Gary Harris out. We know we've got Will Barden is out. Not the not the Barden from Cpc Chat, but this is Will Barden from the Denver Nuggets. And uh, and now also. Jamal Murray's questionable. I don't know. I don't know if people think he's going to play, but at this point, I have to lean towards him not playing. I don't. I don't know why he would right now. So I would imagine Jamal Murray's out now. Last game, first game, we got burned by Michael Porter Jr. Last game, he did it at much lower ownership. Did exactly what we thought he was doing. Doing doing the first game. Are we going back to that? Well, Michael Porter Jr. It's you know it's the matchups isn't necessarily easy, but. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, it is kind of easy, but I don't know. I just—he's a young guy. What do you think about Michael Porter here with all these injuries?
2: Well, I think that you know he's—he's he's gonna at a high ownership. It, you always got to consider fading this guy, right? Like he's—he's he's young, he's poor defensive player, but he's extremely talented on the offensive end. He's coming off a game where he played forty-three minutes. He had twenty-three percent usage. Um, was very efficient. Just. Broke the slate. Um, however, everyone's going to run back to that, you know, today. And, you know, abs- you know, he's not somebody I'm prioritizing today. If, uh, you know, I think he's still going to, you know, have the opportunity, have the minutes and whatnot, but I think there's a lot of potential for failure here.
1: Okay. Uh, next team I've identified with an injury com- coming into today is Oklahoma city. It's, it's a smaller one, but it's still impacted. Dennis Schroder. He's back at home, out of the bubble, giving a little uh, attention to, I think, a newborn newborn child. So congrats to Dennis. and uh, But he's gone now, man. And uh, we have to figure out who's going to pick up the pieces last game. I thought it was going to be Shea Gildress Alexander. He got into foul trouble. That looked ugly. He bailed himself out with a decent game. But uh, Shea got in foul trouble. Everybody's going to run to that. They think it's going to be Shea. This kid Dort. I don't even know who that is, but Dort got 36 minutes last game. I mean, are you who, – who are you – who are you think is going to benefit the most from uh, Dennis Schroder being out?
2: Um, I mean, I'm going to go right back to, to Shea. Um, you know, you, the guys that are going to get the minutes will be uh, – Dort will get his minutes, Diallo will get his minutes, but these guys, those aren't the minutes we want. Um, Shea had a terrible game played poorly but this is still the future this is the time to go right back to him hope that some of the ownership people get off of him and uh so that's where i'll be going but chris paul is you know completely playing well in the bubble um put up uh 45 fantasy points in the in the last game um i expect him you know his price is still reasonable on all sides so i think he's a he's a fine play again but um, Shea would be – I'll, I'll go go right back to Shay. It's like when Troy Walker busted his chalk. Um, I mean, uh, Troy Brown and uh, – Troy Brown Jr. And uh, this is the time to go right back. Same exact concept.
1: Sorry, all right. I, had
2: a, like I was getting pinged, getting messages here.
1: You're all good. You're all good. So the next one, the Lakers woke up this morning and decided uh, that Dwight Howard is highly questionable tonight. Just uh, quickly, would you would you think about McGee if Howard gets ruled out? Would you think McGee could get a little? He's always been a pretty good fantasy guy per minute. Maybe get some extra minutes. Maybe.
2: Yeah, maybe. But I think it's just more uh, AD, AD at the center is what they're doing. Um, if they're, that's their 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 best lineup, that's the way they want to play. So I, I I would take kind of the smaller guys. Go, you know, give a boost to AD, give a boost to Kuzma. So those would be the guys that I'm going to.
1: All right, but I. But
2: it's but you know for GPPs you could throw some McGee in.
1: Last game on the board, both sides have a bit of a. Well, Brooklyn's kind of cleared up a little bit. Uh, Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, look like they're going to play now. They're probable, so everybody they should have all, all hands on deck back. I don't. I don't know if uh, if that's going to change last minute, but do you? Would you still play? What is it? TLC. Timothy Cabarro, he's he's been good, man. Like even even in the first game when everybody was healthy, like if he hits the shots, he's he's a pretty good player. What do you uh? Would you go back to that at at all? It may be a blowout.
2: No, Uh, I mean this is just a completely different situation, right? So we've got you've got everybody back, and you also got they're playing the Celtics, who are a good defensive team, Um, even a little bit better without Kemba. Uh, playing in this one on the defensive end at least because you're going to give more minutes to smart and guys like that so I expect the Celtics to have to play pretty good D in this one um, and I mean it's just it's you go right back to Karis LaVert you go to Joe Harris in my opinion
1: All right so the last team on the board I want to talk about is your Celtics you mentioned Kimball Walker he is out today so don't play him guys he's out resting on the sec- second night of a back-to-back uh, here in the Situation room, we've got that as a 10 on the impact scale. And we say over here, Marcus Smart is likely to start at point guard and should be top play today. Man, we've seen the Marcus Smart chalk. Doesn't look pretty sometimes, but uh, with Kimba out, could you go to Marcus Smart? If not, who are you, who you looking at?
2: Yeah, you can go to Marcus Smart. Um, and he's, it depends on the site on how much ownership he's going to get because he's been priced up on a, on a couple of them um but uh i think he's fine i mean gordon hayward is cheap on uh on one of the sites which one is, i think it's uh i think Fanduel. yeah gordon hayward is 6100 on Fanduel, which is just ridiculous um so that's going to be the, the the easier the chalkier play there i think tatum is just in play on all sites These guys just we've seen the the a he's a useless monster he's playing really well right now um you know and uh we've seen what he does without without Kemba this season already as soon as someone's down this is just the Tatum show Jalen this is a great game environment for for Jalen Brown um with the with the way that uh, Brooklyn's been just you know they just don't have any real talented players there's a lot of steal opportunity um so he's overpriced on on a on a couple of sites, but, um, I think you can play the ownership game with him. Um, I'm expecting a big game there. Um, Daniel Tice gets the uh, coveted matchup, um, centers against Brooklyn. Um, going to be, uh, Tice with, uh, Jared Allen, but two really soft guys on the defensive end, but have some offensive skills can put the ball in. So I think both of those guys are going to be good plays. Um, I really like Jared Allen today cause I just think he's going to see a boatload of minutes. Um, and uh, even though we did see uh, Rolo bust yesterday, were you on, uh, did you did you throw, uh, get Rolo in your lineups?
1: No Rolo for me, man.
2: Tough one, tough scene for Andy Means out there who had him as the core <laughs> cash play. Tough scene, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, I avoided that one, uh, unfortunately. Uh, somehow the uh, RG Opto. Do you know? You know the RG Opto guys, right? Is Chat the Opto the, dead? Is the dead.
1: Opto dead?
2: The Opto is the Opto is live and kicking. They're loving oh it. Um, yesterday the Opto had Kelly O, uh, Kelly Ooh, in the wee. Opto, and that was before the Jimmy Butler news. So sick. Sh- somehow it knew that Jimmy Butler was going to be out.
1: That's t- that's Tuttle's projections right there. That's sick, man. Let's talk about some basketball. Let's get to some some players now, man. So, I'm going to pull up the lineup HQ. This is the tool I think you need to have here if you're going to do it. This is condenses everything for us here. I got Squirrel. Squirrel Patrol. He's got some projections up. I put it, I pulled up his projections cuz I like to see different. I like to see what different people think about different players. So, I got that pulled up. I want to start off here. Uh, not necessarily game by game. We've already talked about some of the teams, but I want to talk uh, studs and studs and more studs right now at the top of the food chain. First big question of the day, especially on a site like Fanduel, where you only get one center. You got two guys who are neck and neck here. You got Embiid, you got Jokic on one side. You got Jokic, who's, I think, a great play always. We got all these guys missing. He's going to be phenomenal. Good matchup. You got that in a vacuum. Embiid, I think, would be the better play. But then you've got Like, blowout questions. Washington is terrible, man. If you had to make a choice between Embiid and Jokic, and you have to on FanDuel and some other sites maybe, which one is it for you?
2: Um, It's Embiid, definitely, for me. I mean, they're both phenomenal plays. And uh, I haven't toyed around yet, but I was going to try to – it's going to be really hard to do, but I was going to see if you could even make it work somehow on DraftKings playing them both. But – I'm sure it will be tough because there's some value in the center position too as well. But Embiid gets the matchup with the Wizards. You know, they just play crazy fast, crazy sloppy. He's absolutely dominated them. Um, the, Thomas Bryant is not, not, and Mo Wagner have no chance of stopping him. So the only one that can stop him is himself. Um, but uh, he's, he's the clear priority. Now, Jokic is also a phenomenal player. I mean, he's leading the bubble in touches, and running, uh, you know, we're seeing point Jokic, and uh, he's playing well too. He was actually somewhat of a disappointment until the the second half, and then they they got the overtime, um, where so then he ended up you know, crushing the slate. But uh, in the last one, but uh, he's still a phenomenal play. So it's nope. it's pick your poison, but I would yeah. prioritize on Fanduel and beat first. It's just it's the matchup.
1: Sticking with that center position though, you've got uh, you mentioned Thomas Bryant putting up some monster games. This is a much tougher matchup and the price is creeping up, but, uh, like he, I thought the same thing before last game price was creeping up and let's not go to Bryant and a tough matchup and he still produced. Are you, are you on the Thomas Bryant train?
2: Um, this is, uh, this is a different matchup. Number one. I mean, the Sixers were somehow they, they're not a good defensive team in the bubble right now, <laughs> um, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but we're really strong defensively, um, all season, but, uh, Thomas Bryant, I mean, foul trouble always looms with Embiid. Uh, I know everyone's going to say that, so, but and the matchup is tough. He, you know, they're going to clamp down on him, so I'd, I prefer guys like Jared Allen. I'd prefer to go cheaper with guys like Jared Allen on all
1: sides. Oh, okay, interesting. You like the Jared Allen. Is there anybody else that center that we didn't cover? Vooch is always a tournament play. I don't know if you can get behind him today. Joe Val's yeah. interesting. I, like I didn't, I kind of mentioned him a little bit, but you got a guy down who plays the front court in, in Jaron Jackson. So Joe Val maybe get some extra and he's gotta be on the court against Gobert, I would think a little bit extra. What about Joe Val?
2: Yeah, maybe. I just I just don't have high hopes for them. I just think that uh I have a strong opinion that they're gonna get worked and it's a, it's a tough toughest matchup as you can get uh with Gobert. Um yeah, they're gonna need him on the court, but I just don't know how efficient he's gonna be. So it's gonna be guys that can shoot from the outside for me for uh the the Grizzlies in this one. But uh I mean other than Ja I and mean, maybe Dylan Brooks, I don't really know where to go. I mean Brandon Clark is the obvious cheap play just that's gonna benefit, but I'm probably fading uh J Val myself.
1: All right. So we're we're at centers and I by the way, guys, I'm in the YouTube chat, so if you want to fire off some questions, I have no problem answering some questions. We've got about 25 minutes. We're going to whip through some more players here for you. But I got one question for you. It comes from comes from our guy Zaz in, in the chat. He, he wants to know if you think Embiid can break 100 DraftKings points today.
2: No, I do not. Um, I think he could if, if, he, if he was capable of playing over 40 minutes. Um, I just don't see that happening. I don't see them needing him to. Um, I do think that uh eighty is a, is quite possible here.
1: Oh man, that's a big number. All right. I have a question for you. Let's go to power forward now. We're doing this in reverse. Most people most people start at point guard, then go shooting guard, small forward, I'm I went center now. I'm going power forward. I'm going backwards with power forward. Because I was this is my this is my uh you know, dilemma on FanDuel. Let's say you, you gotta choose two of these guys. And uh you mentioned Tatum, I think he's a great play. Anthony Davis, great play on FanDuel. But then you start to get into Brandon Clark as a value play, and Michael Porter Jr. still has a cheap salary on FanDuel, cheap cheap enough to consider him. So you're gonna you're gonna miss out on something here. You're gonna miss out on a good value play or you're gonna miss out on potentially a slate breaking performance out of one of those studs. Where like how would you treat those those that power forward position on FanDuel?
2: Um I prior I think they're like you said. It's loaded, right? There's so many yeah. good plays there. So, um, I mean, the the way I rank them probably on Fanduel would be Tatum, um, Brandon Clark, Anthony Davis. Those right there. Aaron Gordon is completely. You know, he's he's a guy that's just he's playing decently well in the bubble. Um, Isaac's out. Um, they just they just don't have many other options between him and Vooch. Fournier's Fournier has been playing terrible terribly um so that he uh he gets time with that second unit where he kind of runs the show in the second unit so I think the from the build standpoint I think the best way to play it is Tatum Aaron Gordon because it just allows you to then be able to get like a guy like Embiid and Jokic um in there which I'm prioritizing over Anthony Davis but I think and you know for GPPs Anthony Davis is certainly in play obviously especially you could get a minutes uptick Anyway, um, you know, but there's always the – that, you know, we got hit with the first scratch bomb yesterday with Jimmy Butler. I mean, I know Bogle's come out and said that he's going to be playing his guys and they're going to be playing. But, like, it wouldn't shock me the the, the least if uh, LeBron or Davis, one of those guys, sits at least at some point. So, I mean, that's always potentially looming. All
1: right, that'd be interesting. Uh, more power forwards for you, like uh... – is there any like anything else J- out J- there?
2: Cheap bottom of the barrel guy, Jeremy. Yeah, Grant. like if,
1: if you really wanted to like, so let's say Brandon Clark is a busto. I mean, because you never know. He's, he's still just a Brandon Clark rookie. You just like, and you wanted to get away from that and, and just punt the thing. What is there anything out there that you see that maybe you could force in there that not not too, not too terrible?
2: Jer- uh, Jeremy Grant,
1: would really? Be the guy, talk yeah. to me. Why? Why Grant?
2: Well, the. Sp- first of all the matchup the Spurs are playing much faster and I know you really were impressed from my analysis on that first show that we did <laughs> when I rolled out the three guard rotations that the, that the Spurs nice. are using um we're going to see more of that um and uh Jeremy Grant fits in that kind of a faster type type of game um the Spurs are also you know a little little uh, sloppy as well so they're playing fast and sloppy right now and uh Grant's the guy that just can, can mop up. 34 minutes in the last one, um, really small usage, but that, that'll that'll go up. The opportunity there, I mean, basically, Michael Porter Jr. did everything, and he's another guy you could do. I think, uh, you know, if you're another guy like you, obviously uh, we haven't touched on was uh, Rui Hachimura. Um, he's the, the Wizards' go-to option on offense. For some reason, scoring wings are just crushing uh, Philly right now. And if that trend continues, then Hachimura is going to be the guy um, yet again. But he is their their number one offensive threat. Um, he's playing really well, and so uh, he's somebody now a little cheaper. Daniel Tice uh, against Brooklyn, we love centers against Brooklyn. He's going to see plenty. I mean, the numbers are going to be even more skewed because Jared Allen's getting a bunch more minutes. So Jared Allen is so soft on the defensive end. Um, also, the the Nets were twenty three in opponent blocks. Uh, 23rd and opponent blocks per game throughout the regular season. Um, There's just a lot of opportunities for, for rebounds, for blocks, um, and for some easy buckets when you're facing Jared Allen.
1: Fair enough. Uh, I got some, some questions in chat for you. First off, do you (laughs) guys.
2: Wait, hold on. Shout out to Jason Mayo uh, who said fast and sloppy, just like I like my women
1: very nice very nice and then, by the way let's give the Spurs a little credit they came into the bubble here you know uh, Zazz
2: Zazz is the same it feels the same way too so Jason and Zazz uh, Zazz similar, similar guys
1: culinary culinary expert Zazz just needs to kind of get it together a little bit here let's see Uh, this this one caught my eye here from from J. John in chat do you guys think Wanamaker is going to be chalk tonight I mean I don't know that's a shocker to me that's a if he if Wanamaker was chalk, I'd be shocked. But what do you think about Wanamaker? No, nah,
2: nobody. People are too scared to recommend Wanamaker after what he Wanamaker had had his chalk moments throughout the season, and they never never quite worked out. So there's, I don't think there's any analyst that's out there recommending Wanamaker as like the core cash play. So uh, I'm gonna say no, he will not be chalk.
1: Gov the Gov wants to know cash game, Kirk and Chop or Big T and Hoop. I mean, that's a no-brainer right there, man. That's I mean, a no-brainer, man.
2: I mean, you, you, you hoop's got the optimal. He's got the Empire Optimal. So it's a uh, it's I mean sh- it's all shared, but
1: if you like pure substance, you, you you roll with Kirk and Chop. You like a good floor, you roll with Kirk and Chop. You like a you like a bunch of retweets on screenshots, you you go you go with Big. <laughs> I, you know, I'm catching a lot of, I caught some flack for, let's,
2: let's, okay, for
1: that one too, man. There's you know?
2: no flack, no flack. And JSU's my boy and he's acting all tough now too. Like he's a bit <laughs> doing their point fingers down, like the uh, three point down. So it's one. Okay. So somebody wins 10 grand, five grand, two grand. You get the screenshot, but then you get the entire army of run pure screenshotting the same damn thing. So it just kills Twitter. So we're at, we're at the worst moment of Twitter in the history right now between ftn and run pure right wouldn't you agree i think it's an all-time low and i'm a screenshot guy i like screenshots because i like when my seeing what my friends win right it's hard dfs is hard it's fun to like see oh you know big t finally won again you know like something
1: <laughs> listen listen here was here's my point i did i guess i didn't my uh I, my point didn't get relayed good enough because you only got so many characters. I love. I, I have no issues with guys. You, if you win, retweet. You know, give you give yourself a, a screenshot for sure, man. You win a hundred, but you take a hundred and turn it into a grand. Please, by all means, you deserve props, man. It's it, like you said, it's hard to win out there. I'm all for that. I don't get behind when you retweet these things as a way to try to sell subs to people. It's not. It's fake news. It's it's spammy, you know. It. Doesn't... I mean, I could
2: I could screenshot that I win five k every single night on Yahoo. I could do that uh, yeah, every single you, night. Yeah, you could, but you I would too. I would I would I just don't do it. I mean, because like I'll save it for the moments that I'm like
1: that I'm happy about. You, know? you want to sell subs? Get you some tools and retweet the tools that you got that you came up with. Like, look at this on lineup up page. I can sort by projected ownership right now. Look at the small forward position on Fanduel. Gordon Hayward projected at. 49% the top small forward projection ownership wise small forward man what do you I mean Kimba's out Hayward's gonna be a little bit more active although Andy Means says in in the uh core article today that the numbers don't say that Hayward's as good with Kim out but you know the minutes are probably up a little bit what do you think about Hayward at 49% at small forward man is that is that too much can we fade that It's the minutes increased. So in twelve
2: games without him, without Kemba, he's he saw like a four minute increase in his minutes. So it's just the the role is relatively the same, but there's more opportunity, there's more minutes. It's it's a really strong matchup. So and his price is just ridiculously cheap on Fanduel. So it makes sense that he's the complete chuck. Could could he? You know, if I was looking to to go a little bit different, but I would say Jalen Brown. But the problem is Jalen Brown's going to be chalk too. So these guys are both going to get a lot of ownership. I prefer Jalen. I think there's plenty of opportunities for steals and, uh, running the floor with this Brooklyn team. So I think he's the guy that's going to benefit more, but, uh, I mean, you never know which one goes off in, in reality. Um, Troy Brown Jr. Back in play again. I mean, I've been, I was on board the entire time. Um, Everything's been about him running this offense, you know, seeing what they have. He was a talented, you know, draft pick. He's, he's doing well. It's just, he's, he's getting over 30 minutes. He's got tons of opportunity. His price still hasn't creeped up. Um, And uh, so I think he's still someone you can go to. Um, Unlike the dumpster, if you want to go down and try to try to, you know, Keldon Johnson is a guy that's impressed me. He's impressed Pop. He's getting the minutes on the Spurs. Um, he's only thirty seven hundred, but uh, I think the small forward really. If I if I had to like just rank these guys, I mean it's Hayward, Gallo, Joe Harris, Tobias Harris, um, and Siakam's too cheap too as well. So there's like there's so many options here.
1: So I. have I pulled up the defense versus archetype here because you, you said something earlier. You said scoring wings were having a field day against Philly uh lately. Is that Philly in the bubble? I think you said Philly and so I Correct. pulled up Troy Brown. Now we got him labeled as a three and D wing. But I mean he can obviously score a little bit. so are you, you know, not- he's
2: he's he's like he's he almost running point now. Okay. So he's you- running he's running the offense now.
1: You have no fear in that Philly D de- no fear of that Philly defense anymore. I mean, I I do
2: from their their overall season numbers and perspective. I just think they're trying to figure things out in the bubble right now. And so you just got to keep attacking them until they show us otherwise.
1: All right. Any more? And so LeBron, highest projected guy, you have any interest in that tonight at small forward?
2: Sure. But like, I really, but I mean, why not? but he's um, LeBron James. Like he could absolutely seems like he's kind of like, like mailing these things. Yeah. He's, in the he's, bubble so he's, far. he's not hitting any shots, right? He's, okay. he's not hitting any of the min he's, he's taking, he's jacking threes and uh, yeah, he's kind of deferring to AD, which I love to see. So AD is, I just can't prioritize him. When you got Embiid, you got Jokic, you got Tatum, you got Embiid, you got a cheaper Siakam. It's just too hard to get LeBron James when I got all these great plays.
1: So speaking of LeBron, that, that leads me to my sharp side bet of the night, all right? So this is a good time to pull up that screenshot, Devin, of my sharp side bet, which I, I like this Lakers-Oklahoma City game to go under this total. These uh, these totals are really inflated in the bubble, and, and we could get burned tonight, but uh, these are two defensive-minded teams. They They bring the wood on defense, and like you said – uh lebron's not i don't know i don't know his interest level in these regular season games right now i'm sure he's going to absolutely turn it on in the playoffs but i like this game to go under i think that 218 or so number is is very much inflated so i'm going under on this la game oklahoma city game did you have a sharp side bet for us or are you just kind of winging it here
2: no i got uh, wing it No, i'm either wing it type of guy
1: you gonna Stop. you gonna chime in when it's time uh, my,
2: my sharp side lock of the day is the Utah Jazz minus five points against Memphis, who oh, is like missing Jaron Jackson, and their best lineup involves Jaron Jackson playing the, the center position. Um, I think they're going to be all out of sorts, and uh, both of these teams are going to be playing hard, you know, so I get it that people, you know, may be thinking that uh, Memphis plays them tough in this one, but I think Utah shows up and,
1: uh, and buries them. You're you're there, man. You're on it. I appreciate that. So you got the uh, jazz destroying Memphis, which I could definitely see. Memphis is they haven't played particularly great in the bubble and and the jazz. That's so I want Zaz if he's
2: Zaz if he's still listening. He's a big compulsive gambler. Guy bets every anything. Any any anybody who gives a play, he'll bet it. So this is the play. Lock it in. Go all in today on the jazz, Zazzy.
1: Ooh man, interesting. All right, so let's move to some shooting guard now. So uh, let me look at the projections. We got uh, Well Squirrel has at this point. He has DeRozan and Mitchell and Karis LeVert right up there, neck and neck as the top three shooting guard plays plays today as as far as raw points. Uh, then we're dipping down, uh, dipping down to some guys like Shea Gilders, Van Vliet, who had a monster, monster game the other day. Shout out to Van Vliet who. Scored, I think it was something like the most points ever for a guy who attempted zero or one two-point field goals. Like, he was hitting nothing but threes and free throws. Van Vliet had a monster game. And there's Marcus Smart at shooting guard. We kind of hit on him. And then you got some some Memphis value with Dylan Brooks. What do you think about the shooting guard position today?
2: Marcus Smart, clear number one play on Fanduel just because of the price. Too cheap. Karis LeVert has the most upside. Um, He's seeing uh, monster-level usage. He's somewhere like three, four or fifth in usage right now um, in this bubble somewhere up there, but he's like, this is basically like hard and level usage almost. So, um, and he should be good to go with a day of rest. Um, Celtics, you know, have let, you know, individuals go off against them. They're not really concerned about that. Um, I expect Celtics will do well, but like remember uh, Devin Booker's huge game. It's a theme. They don't really care when one guy goes off. Um, Karis Levert, is that guy that's going to go off? Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander is my next favorite um, as kind of a bounce back play. Other guys are Donovan Mitchell. Um, that's kind of my that. Those are really the one. And then Van Vliet uh, I do like just because he's just playing so many minutes. Um, and uh, we forgot Jordan Clarkson. No one after oh, after stinking on, it up the last couple oh. nights. No one wants to go back to him, but you should.
1: Oh, don't do it to me. Why not? Oh, man, he's just, you know, I think because, you know, it's one of those things. I don't, you kind of have to ask yourself at, at a, uh, when you're watching this stuff, did we just really get lucky in game one with the Jordan Clarkson big game? Or is this really who he is these last couple games? I, I don't, I'm not even sure what to do. It is a good matchup and probably go back to him. It's a good price tag. He's just, yeah, he yeah, looks so good. So, question for you in chat. We, we yeah, we want to know how, Zaz wants to know how, how many units. Now, here's my contention with this question, Kirk. A unit is what you're willing to risk on a normal bet. This is what you bet. I'll bet a unit. You know, whatever that unit. It could be one dollar. Could be your unit. Hundred bucks could be your unit, or a thousand could be your unit. But if you start throwing around bets that are like four units and three units and one unit and and seven units and all that, then then that's really not your unit. Then your unit is something totally different because you're just throwing bets around. So I don't know. I, I prefer to say. Do you think this is a strong play, a very strong play, or a meteoric play?
2: Um, this is all your units. This is, this is it. This, this is, is as many units. Yeah, meteor, as many units as you can get down. This is um, your balance. You know, this so is this is your, is, yeah, this is your entire, this is whatever you can get. You know, if you have to go to the pawn shop, you got to sell your baseball cards, your sports cards collection to get it down. That's what you do for this play.
1: I gotta. You're telling me I gotta sell all my Michael Porter Jr. today. <laughs> you gotta to sell all your. God dang! I didn't want Chief, to. Hold on. If,
2: <laughs> if Chief is out there listening, sell all the Cam the Cam Newtons and uh, get it get it rolling on the Jazz. Today. This is that's rough, man.
1: All right, so let's get this get moving here. All right, we have point. So we got all the units you love. You love you love that team. All right, man. That's interesting. I'm gonna have to go to check that out when we get off here. Let's go ahead and talk about some shooting guards. I mean, some point guards. Now, this is a. These are your playmakers. These are the guys. All right. Ooh, buddy. Top projected guy by slim margin, well, depending on what site you're looking at here, but we have Ben Simmons up top, man. Ben Simmons let me down so bad that last game. He got into foul trouble. Just really hasn't looked good with this new lineup. Philly's rolling out with shake, shake Milton at shake weight at point guard. Ben Simmons has really taken kind of a backseat here even before the foul trouble. So, Talk to me about Ben Simmons real quick, man. Do I go back to that? Well,
2: yes, man. It's always foul trouble. He just had, you know, had a rough game. Um, hasn't quite figured it out yet in the bubble, but like, this is, this is the get right spot, right? This is the wizards. This is a game that's going to play at a blazing pace. Um, he's going to have tons of opportunities for blocks and steals, uh, which is when these are, this is where he lights it up at. So Man, I I played him the other night too. He he disappointed me, but uh, I think I'm going right back to him today. I think you got him.
1: So you got Ben Simmons there, but you also got a guy like Jai. You've talked up Jai, Jai a yep. lot.
2: Yeah, you know, you, those are the top two.
1: Okay, if we're if we're going mid range, then Murray's kind of Dejounte Murray's. He he's looked good at times. At other times, he's looked like a young guy who had. But actually I look at Derek White's look like he's outperforming him in the bubble so far. So you got Murray and white down there. Price is creeping up on those guys. They're in the mid range. A guy like Mike Conley, you love Utah. Mike Conley's in the mid range. What's the mid range plays for us?
2: It's uh Dejounte Murray. Um, he would be the mid range play for me. Um, the other, and then I, if, if I'm not going him, I would go down a little bit to Monty Morris, but, uh, Morris doesn't excite me the way that Dejounte Murray excites me. You get the the talent with Murray and this is a, this, the, you get the fact that the Spurs are playing much faster with these three guard rotations. Um, and you know, they, they lost their dead weight. They lost LMA and Trey Lowe's two of the slowest guys down the court. So they're, they're running, they're running and, and going. And, uh, so Murray Murray's a guy who just excels in that environment. Yeah. He's his jumper raw. Um, sometimes he hit, runs into that bad game. And so I think you can inter, interchange, you know, guys like uh, Derek, him and Derek White. But, uh, and also I, I wouldn't be scared to go back to Lonnie Walker either, who who's probably mm. going to get some, uh, probably going to match up with uh, Michael Porter Jr. at times and uh, is a positive offensive match for him.
1: So you mentioned Monty Morris to save a little money. Uh, other guys in that lower range that could help you out, do you believe in any of them, like Ish Smith, or either one of the Orlando guys? Michael Carter Williams is out. Uh, the guy who blew out his knee is out. I forget, I forget. Jonathan Isaac, I think. So you got Fultz, you got Augustine, you got Shake Milton down there. You got DeAnthony Melton. Uh, D'Anthony, maybe he benefits. Uh,
2: shake, shake would be my guy, right? You like like shake, so, a little Shake weight. Little, you got. You got to love that. Um, <laughs> grow up, Anyway, grow up, Kirk.
1: That's, no, what Zaz, was, that's what Zaz would be saying.
2: if uh, Shake. So what What do you get with Shake? You got who just hit the game, had no fear and hit, hit that game winner the other night. Right. So he's feeling confident he's feeling good. He's rolling into a matchup with Washington now. Right. So yeah, I like Ben Simmons, but for the cheap price of Shake Milton, this is a game that he can absolutely put up a ton of offensive numbers in luck his way into some steals and whatnot. So um, 4,300 on FanDuel is nice. He's reasonable everywhere, so uh, uh, shake would be the low end. All
1: right, so we got about five minutes left here. <clears throat> let's, let's walk talk through
2: some DK. Let's talk some DK. We didn't let's, really... let's
1: walk through some plays on DK real quick. Not going to do a whole lineup or nothing, but let's talk about it. So before we. I'm not gonna do like Dean, and then like in the last 20 seconds say, "Who's your guy? Who's your guy?" And then he give doesn't me a hot me-
2: take. I yeah, can't, he doesn't. The li- the he puts you on a spot with a hot take. Like I'm not. And a he hot doesn't take leave guy. you
1: enough time to talk about your guy and why he's your guy. So let's start off here with five minutes left. We're gonna start off the lineup. Your guy is the guy you always say this is the first guy in, man. You know, there's no. This is my first guy in. I'm gonna do it. Who's your first guy on your DraftKings? Who's the first guy in your DraftKings lineup? Who is your guy? Jason Tatum. Really? Jason, at all the value plays, you're going Tatum first. All right, talk yeah. to me about Tatum. Exactly why is it that – you are you scared at all of, of a blowout, man?
2: I'm not really scared of a blowout. The Celtics just haven't been blowing people out with Kemba not there. I'm not really – I'm not really scared of it. But um, I just – it's just matchup opportunity. Kemba, Kemba – I mean, this is a guy who was flirting with fifty, high 50s and 60 fantasy point games, right? Um and he's going to have plenty of opportunity to just jack shots in this one um steals run the floor uh he's and he's just priced reasonably so i think you get monster upside there for 8200 on dk all right and a nice nice floor you get a nice floor
1: yep you sure do all right so then you got uh yeah nice price tag I, i get that oh man there's there's a lot of guys to choose from and We've got the value plays down there. I'm sure people are going to, you know, it's easy to pick the Brandon Clarks of the world and, and things like that. And uh, I want to go with a, a different kind of my guy here. Not, not so easy, all right? So I know the Lakers play good defense, right? But I, I got a guy who I want to put in my DK lineups today because I think he doesn't have to shoot well to have a big game. He can fill it all over the place with dimes, some rebounds, definitely the steals, I like Chris Paul against the Lakers with no, with no Dennis Schroder in the bubble. I think Chris Paul, who had a very uh, – it wasn't a great game for him last time out. They just, as a team, struggled a little bit in that game. I think Chris Paul could have a big game here against the Lakers. It's against his good friend LeBron. He gets up for these kind of games. I like Chris Paul, man. I want to plug Chris Paul in here. What do you think about Chris Paul?
2: Um, I don't mind him. Uh, I, I think he's a fine play. Um, he's not a priority for me. I actually prefer Shea Gilgis-Alexander to Chris Paul today. I think
1: a lot of people are, so that's why I think I'd go Chris Paul on a tournament team. I think
2: I think a lot of people are going to be scared to plug it back in, Shea, but I just like the minute upside you get with uh, Shea, um, especially if he stays out of foul trouble, um, and you know maybe they dial back Gallo and uh, Chris Paul a little bit from a minute standpoint as each game that's been going on here but uh i think they're both fine players. I don't mind Chris Paul. I'm just the way I've been building is with Shea first.
1: What's the next guy we can plug in here that now now, now we got about 5700 per player. We need to save a little money. Is is this when you drop your, your Brandon Clark on him?
2: Yeah, you got to throw him in there.
1: You say you like Jared Allen. That price tag on DraftKings is absurdly low. For Jared Allen, if we assume he's going to not only play but get normal, normal, decent minutes, what about Jared Allen there?
2: Yep, uh, lock him in. You're going to want someone to run back Tatum with. Oh yeah, 5400 is just too too cheap. Um, has monster game in him potential. Um, does do did three games against the Celtics had 42, 33, and a and a dug 19, but you just don't have that DeAndre Jordan pressure anymore. So um i in a in a matchup with Tice is, is is fine just fine i think they they just fit each other pretty well
1: yeah uh so that leaves us about 6 grand per player we're not going to fill out the rest i do have one question if you're at 6 grand and you and then you start to look at guys in that range and who you might play michael porter junior at 6.2 fits the mold would you play michael porter junior at 6200 on draftkings is that too high
2: not if he – does what he did last
1: well game. no he's not <laughs> but but just before the games to before we actually have knowledge of what he's yeah. going to do in the game do you he's like, not a that...
2: you can play him he's not a priority I would probably go gallo before him for 5700 who's cheaper um more accomplished um uh Dejounte Murray a different position but 6k exactly um, those would be the the 6k-ish guys and I I would feel better with Troy Brown Jr at 5500
1: Okay, fair enough. Well, we, we've—that's uh, a nice way to start the thing. There's plenty of options to finish that off, and uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. I'm seeing some uh, some questions, but they're kind of like, "Yeah, I don't know, Isaac Banya. I don't. You you wouldn't play Isaac Banya, right?"
2: Uh, no. Oh well, wow. someone just asked me where my conviction plays are. I didn't even know I had it was supposed to be. On oh, I was gonna play, mention so.
1: that. Kirky, I was I filtered uh Kirky's conviction plays and I don't even see any. You're not convicted? I did uh I did consensus value rankings. Um
2: I'm gonna throw in uh, throw them up now.
1: Do it, because we don't like to see that blank blink spot. Man, yeah, I forgot to go over that. All right, anyway. Oh, notorious has Wanamaker as a value play. Oh. Nodo, you're on a bad run now, buddy. If you're if you're recommended wanna maker. But guys, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us today. That's Wednesday. We're in the bubble. You got about uh about 40 minutes to make your lineups. I think I think there's gonna be a show. Devin, you can confirm or not confirm whether there's a crunch time coming up or something coming up after this, but okay, there is a crunch time coming up after this. You got plenty of time. Those guys will take you to lock and uh We're going to be, we're going to jump out of here. So for Kirk Bees, I'm Head Chopper. Guys, good luck in all your GPPs today, but we're out of here.